Welcome to the Part-Time Outdoors Podcast. Hosted by Matt Noss and Nate Wright. Welcome to episode 20, Part-Time Outdoors. Uh, we're actually coming up on our year episode, but, uh, well, I guess a little over a year, but uh, pretty happy with our success so far. We're 20 episodes in now, and today we're going to talk about Nate's public land buck that he got in Kentucky. Um, so it'll just be me and Nate today when he... Go ahead. I think that's right. I mean, I think that should be good as far as, you know, this is our one year anniversary me and you should have have a little podcast together here yeah. and stuff like that yeah it's uh it kind of brings things together we're we're, do, we're doing facetime audio today so hopefully the quality is a little bit better um i'm a little bit disappointed that you didn't do the video part because i wanted to see your cheesy little smiling face whenever you're talking about <laughs> your deer you've seen it enough okay yeah. so you can go ahead and picture it because you got that deer early this year like it, kentucky must open up like way before any other states around us yeah yeah yeah, um, I mean, we can go ahead and break into it and kind of get to the story if you want to. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, yeah, we'll just go ahead and hop into that. When was that? Was that in like, that was like mid or early September? Early September. So there, it was the weekend after their opening. So no, it was the, the week after their opening weekend, I guess I would say. Um, so essentially, you know, you know my schedule. I work seven on, seven off. And then on my seven days, I have my daughter, but there was an instance to where I had an extra day to myself because my daughter had something going on. So, um, buddy Derek, he, he's been, we've scouted this property before. We didn't scout it this year. We scouted it last year. Um, so I basically had an additional day to myself. So essentially I got off work at 6 PM and drove to Kentucky. Um, and just kind of, kind of, you didn't know scouting at all this year. It was all the scouting last year, but you kind of knew the area and you knew where to go. Well, I knew the area, but this this particular area that I hunted, I had not scouted. Um, so it was, I was going in blind. I was, and Derek has scouted it before, so he kind of gave me the rundown on it. But um, you know, he, obviously, he hasn't hunted it. He just kind of walked through there, you know, early spring. Um, so it was kind of, I, I I literally got in Kentucky at midnight. The next morning, you know, I woke up and uh, I didn't want to go in too early because there was a lot of fields. Dude, you so got in there call. late. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, because I talked to you on the phone when I was on my way down there. Yeah, just a just a, a little disclosure for everybody. So when Nate shot this buck, I said, I think he called me or texted me. I said, "Don't tell me anything." I was like, "Tell me one record," because <laughs> because I don't want to I don't want to have the same conversation twice. Number one, but two, it's just like way better when I hear it for the first time. Uh, yeah. So it this was it's been a while for us to get out an episode, but uh, so I'm hearing all this for the first time too. So essentially, um, kind of had somewhat of a game plan. Didn't want to go in too early and blow everything out. Um, it was hot. I mean, it was like 75 degrees that day. Um, so essentially I, I, I worked my way in, um, I got a hotel about 45 minutes outside of, uh, where, where the property was, um, worked my way in, um, started to find some sign and, um, I actually, it was like lunchtime. So I didn't. I hiked in probably like three miles is, is essentially is how far I was in. Um, I, I literally took a nap in the middle of the road that afternoon and then kind of like re- regrouped and was like, you know, let's figure this out, see where we can go from here. So I went back to where I found some good sign. I found a fresh rub, uh, 
I actually found like two sheds. Like, so, you know, there was like, you know, deer in the area. So then I started to bump some deer. Um, and then I essentially like was texting Derek cause he was familiar with the area and he was like, you need to go in this area. So I worked my way in and I set up about one o'clock. Um, yeah, this is the first time of everything. You know, I hadn't been in my saddle this year. Um, you know, I've been shooting my bow, but you know, it's different when you get up in the saddle and so forth. When you told me Um, you, you were texting me and I was, I, I was like, I forget what I was doing. I was, um, scouting or I was out doing something. You were like, yeah, I just got to my stand. I was like, what are you talking about? You just got in the stand. I was like, you got there last night. I was like, oh, he's screwed. He's not going to see anything. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, honestly, that's the thing. Like when I was even kind of like walking around, cause like I said, I was going in blind. So when I was walking around, I bumped a few deer in this same area and I was like, okay. I was like, that's like a sign essentially. Um, so, you know, I was looking for, to bump deer, see some acorns, you know, and then I was trying to look for the caps that were kind of popped off. So essentially, you know, it shows that deer have been eating them. Um, and then, so I found some white oaks and then just kind of took my time. Like I said, I was in no hurry. It was like noon when I was kind of like finally found the tree, the area, you know how, you know how it is. You walk into this area and you're like, this is it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything kind of comes together and I don't know what it is. You know, I talk to Derek about this all the time and, and I think we get like this when we, we get out in the woods more and more, um, you know, you just feel more comfortable and then it just kind of clicks. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's certain things that stand out to you, but like I walked there and I was like, this is it. Now let's find a tree. But yep. And when you um, see, when you find the right tree, you know, you're like, oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly I found, and it was like a, a pinch to where they had to travel in front of that tree. Cause there was like a valley. Cause you know how deer are, they're lazy. So they're going to find the most easiest travel path. Um, and you know, so I essentially the saddle that that's the beauty of the saddle, like nothing against the climber, Matt. Here, here we go. But, but you could set up in a big tree, a little tree with a bunch of branches, um, you know, and obviously, you know, I don't have to get very high with the saddle either because my cover is the tree. So, you know, I can set myself up to where, and that's essentially what I did with this deer is I put the tree between him and me. So where he didn't even know I was around. So you weren't, so you were, you were concentrating a little bit on the, uh, the terrain, but initially you're, you're kind of looking for a sign, that early sign, like the acorns and and all that. And then you, you found a good pinch point. Were you looking for anything else? Like, was there anything else that stood out? Like you're looking for military crests or, um, it was a good trail. Um, and like I said, I found, I found a, uh, decent scrape that was probably about 10 yards from where I set up. Um, it looked kind of, it looked fresh, like, you know, as far as maybe like the last day or two, um, you know, obviously I can't tell exactly when, but it was fresh, fresher than other ones that I've seen. But, you know, in this early in the season and as hot as it was, like I shot this deer, it was 70 degrees. Yeah. And, you know, so they're not getting up very far. So, you know, essentially they're probably bedded down and close to food. Um, and you know, so that's what I was trying to do. I was just trying to find somewhere that I thought they were going to get up and eat regardless what it was. And this was all in public, right? Yep. This is public property. Um, it's about 9,000 acres. Oh, so pretty decent sized piece then. Yeah. It's a WMA is what it is. So, so but so you got set up about one o'clock. You were in a good spot. Uh, yep. kind of walk me what through what happened next. Like after you got done all your texts, uh, and Snapchat, you looked up and there was a deer. There, or... 
Listen, <laughs> here's here's the thing. I had awful service, so there oh, wasn't that, a lot of that's snap- why you got it. If they, if you would have had good service, you had never seen that deer. So there wasn't a lot of Snapchats or Instagram stories going out. It may have been delayed. So, but to be honest, they weren't be, they weren't going through. I was lucky to get a text message through, essentially. <laughs> um, but uh, so I got set up. Um, and I, I still to this day, I don't know, maybe I'm speculating, you know, I heard some noise essentially down below me and I don't know if he was bedded down there. I just don't know if he was coming. So then about 30 minutes later, here he comes. He's probably, I don't know, 30, 40 yards down below me. Um, and it's, it's so different, you know, I've never killed a deer this early. Um, and it's so different how they act when they're coming in. Cause you know, when, if you're hunting in November, these deer have probably seen multiple hunters, hunters yeah. you know, all this stuff. And he just comes in just so calm, you know, and no, like, you know, you just, t- you can tell they haven't been pressured. Right. And, you know, obviously you're still making these movements, these subtle movements when you're trying to get ready and stuff, but he wouldn't even look and he's just had his, you know, tails flicking. just, you could just hear him hound down acorns eating away, um, which made it, you know, now looking back, I just, I really liked the aspect of that early hunting. If you can, if you can get through the heat, you'll be fine. The worst part about it was, was walking through about 30, uh, cobwebs. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. The spiders and the so cobwebs. Too. Yeah. If you can get over the thickness and the heat, you, you can be fine. That didn't bother me too much, but when I had to walk through, you know, you know, about, hundreds of spiders and I've kept finding them on me and so forth like that. I think that was the worst part of it all. Um, so, but you know, so I set up, he came through that way. Um, and he, I was thinking he was going to come in that path right in front of me. Like I was talking how I kind of wanted to set up the tree. So he didn't, he kind of peeled back. Um, and he, I, I had not, um, probably range find as much areas as I wanted to, or I should have. So he even gave me enough time to where he was taking his time. And I was like, okay, there's an opening there. I'm going to put the range finder there. Um, so essentially I put the range finder there and it was probably about a 25 to 30 yard shot. And he was, he was uh, quartering away. Quartering so, away. yeah. So I hit him and, um, one of the biggest things that, you know, I've learned and I've watched a lot of people do on YouTube is watch where they run. Cause you sometimes don't always get the best blood trail that you want. Um, and I watched where he ran and I had an idea. Um, and, and the, the good thing about this was it was 2 PM. So it so wasn't getting yeah, dark. You had a while to look then. Yeah. So it wasn't getting dark anytime soon. Um, so, so here's the, here's the, be- here's the best part. So essentially I was like 2.8 miles. I'll say three in away from my truck by myself. Um, one thing that this place would be actually pretty nice. I should get as a deer cart and I don't have a deer cart. I told you you can borrow mine. I uh, know. Of course I didn't ask. You probably have to wipe um, all the blood stains off of it though. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's not a bad thing. Um, but I didn't have anybody with me and my frame pack was back at the truck. Oh, so you had to walk back and then come back in. Hey, give it, it'll give it time to, uh, to rest though. Yeah, so essentially I, I got down quickly. I checked the blood. I checked my arrow. I, I literally pretty much put my arrow into the ground where blood started, and I got out of there. <clears throat> so got out of there, um, went and got my frame pack, which, like I said, it was just hot. So I was already like, by the time I got back to the truck, I was like, oh, here we go. I had to regroup. 
get my stuff together and go back in. Um, but I, I ended up going in, honestly, didn't have that great of a blood trail. Um, and like I was kind of pointing out, I watched where he ran. So I went to the hillside where he kind of disappeared on me and right there he was, he was probably a hundred yards or less laying there. Good shot then didn't make it very far. Yeah. But the, but the weird thing about it was there was not much blood. That's so I, you know what I mean? Like at first there was some good blood, but once he started going downhill, it was very, you know, pinpoint blood essentially. If I remember right, Sean from Longspur, the, uh, the tracker that we, uh, interviewed, I think he said sometimes when you make a good shot, sometimes you really won't have any blood at all. He said sometimes yes, he when you have that. a lot of, when you have a lot of blood, it actually means you made a bad shot, which ne- yeah. never really made sense in my head, but like, he knows way more about it than I do. Well, I think a lot of people, if they get a lot of blood, they're shooting that brisket on the front of the deer. And then it's yeah. like they're hitting more blood, I guess, ar- not necessarily arteries, but, you know, just more blood areas, I guess. But yeah. Some things I learned, um, too, like you were talking about the blood trails, is that things that I've done in the past is I'll get on uh, on X and I'll mark where I hit it. And then when I find blood, I'll mark it, mark it, mark it, especially if I'm having a hard time finding it. And then when you actually like zoom out a little bit, you'll see like once you see like five, six, seven marks on your uh, on your on X app, it'll kind of give you a, a good solid direction of like which way they were headed to. I should have done that. That's honestly like it's not the fact that I have a hard time seeing it. One of the things that I like if you're with somebody that someone can stand there while you the with the last piece of blood that you found. It sounds elementary and you wouldn't you think it would be easy, but I'm telling you when you're especially when you're in a place you don't know and you start yeah. walk, walking 20 30 mi- or 30 yards and you're in brush and you're like, "All right, well, was it that tree or was it that tree?" and it, it can get confusing for sure. Yeah. So, I I almost kind of like started getting upset cuz you know, when the arrow hit the deer, it didn't pass through. I saw it sticking out. And and you know, not necessarily that's a bad thing. That's why you need um, to get yourself a better bow. Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You have a nice bow. You need to turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. I, I like my 60 pounds. <laughs> oh, gosh. But, yeah, so, you know what I mean? You just you, – it's not a done deal until you're standing over top of him. Yeah. Is kind of how I look at it. Because um, these deer, you know, some of the stories with me, my dad, other people that I know, they're just tough. You know, they're, they're, they're tough uh, animals, that's for sure. So essentially I found him, um, I quartered him out there pack and, uh, you know, cut the hind quarters off, cut his pretty much cut the horns and head off and took the back straps and put it in bags. And, and I, I packed him out. And that's so, cool. so what you took your climber and everything back to the truck the first time then, uh, say that again, you took your climber and all that back to the truck the first time you mean my saddle. Oh yeah, you're sad on my bed. <laughs> so then you had to go get something to to pack it onto to then take it out. Yeah. Instead so I have like one of, it, instead of just packing it onto like a climber. Exactly. Okay. So I have I have a frame pack, so that's why. <laughs> um, which is the first time I've ever had to use it. Um, I use it for like rucks and throw weight in it and stuff like that because essentially because of it, preparing for something like this to happen. Um, yeah, it's a long hike out. I mean, three miles alone is a lot, but like when you're, when you're carrying a decent amount of weight on your back, it's, it can be taxing and it's, it's not like a level three miles. Usually I don't know where you were, but usually like around here, it's all Hills. Actually, it wasn't too bad. It honestly, it has a decent road. Once I got to the road, it was more flat than anything else. Maybe a little bit of an incline, but not much. So, but it's still, I don't know. I, I said 60 or 80 pounds on my back at least. 
Now, when you got back to the truck, did you uh, you have like a pre cooled cooler that you put it in, or? So I had I had my cooler and I I went to the gas station, put it on ice essentially, and oh, then you, you know, uh, you, like you had the ice beforehand. No, I didn't. No, oh, I, wasn't I was going to say up. getting, cock, <laughs> getting the cocky there. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. No, I wasn't going to do that. Um, but no, so there was a gas station right outside of where the property was. I loaded up on energy drinks and coffee and got some uh, ice and drove home. So essentially, I was there. I drove longer than I was actually in Kentucky. That's a, it's that's kind of a double edged sword because like one. You, you get there, you drove, you do all that work, and then like you're done. But also, like you're like, all right, I, I get, I got three more days off. I can do whatever I want. I got time to cut yeah. it up, clean it, get it to. Uh, are you, where you get? Are you getting it mounted? No, I, I just, I put. I'm just gonna probably have like a, uh, like a, a euro mount or something like that. I did a euro mount last year, and I, I don't know. I, I, it was just, it's pretty, it's pretty nasty. Anyone that's done it. When you're boiling out the brains, if you don't have the bugs or anything, like, it's it's pretty it's pretty disgusting. Well, I have a guy that does it for like a hundred bucks with bugs, and he does and he has bugs, yeah. and it does it's it's he does a really good job. So, that makes but sense. no, I mean, but the biggest thing I think the most rewarding was, and it, and it's going to essentially make me better down the road was I did it by myself. You know, when I got back to the truck and I packed it out, I think that was like one of the best feelings. Yep, it's just like you know. You did it. You can do it again. You know, I I feel more comfortable going in the woods if I ever do go by myself again. You know, I just think it was a good mental thing, you know, to say that I've done that and I can do it again. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, I, I was a little jealous. I'm not going to lie, because when you told me, you're like, I'm heading to Kentucky, I was like, you're scouting again. And you're like, no, I'm hunting. And I was like, what? I was like, you're hunting. I was yeah. I was just confused. I didn't even know the seasons had already opened. But well, that's but. the thing. I mean, I. The place that we that that we went and hunt that we have scouted and hunted and stuff, it's managed. So it's like you know it's nine thousand acres, but there is a lot of deer and a lot of good deer there. Um, you know, I Derek he hunted it last year in December and he saw a lot of nice bucks. And actually, come to now that you've called me now, he just killed a, he just killed a buck uh, in the on the same property uh, a week and a half ago. Oh, really. Yep, he killed it. He killed a nice eight. Um, he killed it a week and a half ago. Not the, not exactly the same place where I was at, but around the same area. Because that's not too far from Cincinnati, kind of where. No, he's in the perfect area to where yeah. he's got a. I think he has a four-hour drive there, and then where we go in Indiana, he has like a three-hour drive there. Oh, Indiana. That's I didn't realize that was closer for him, but it makes sense, yeah. I guess. So he actually killed killed a deer on on that property as well, and it's and they have what's nice about this place, you can check the stats of that particular property and how many bucks are killed on that property every year. That is cool. Are you going, so are you still going to go back to Indiana this year and then uh, the hunt with your dad in Ohio? Yep. Ohio is in like 10 days and Indiana is the first week of November. Man, if you get a deer in Ohio, Indiana, and then you come back to West Virginia and get another one, you, you better start eating. You better start, uh, <laughs> better start putting away some of that deer meat. You're, you're going to be 400 pounds next year when you're trying to carry them out three miles. This is good. Good sign for the wedding year, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, I, we're getting close on that. Nate's Nate's uh, Nate's getting married here in about what we got a month and a half, two months. Yeah, that. it's a little bit a little bit close to hunting season there, towards the end of it at least. If you picked a good time though, just uh, kind of at the end of hunting season, like 
everything's kind of dying down, not in the middle of yeah. summer vacation. So that'll be good. Yeah, so. I agree. As long as it, you can't consider it a fall wedding, I guess you would say, because people get upset about those. Yeah. So <laughs> actually, when you uh, when you text me, I don't know if I told you this when you like right around the time period that you got the deer, I thought I was going to jail. <laughs> what? So, so long story short, uh, I was in a WMA uh, doing some squirrel, um, some squirrel hunting with Gage, and uh, we're going to maybe shoot some doves, but mostly mostly we're scouting. I, I'll show him this real good uh, oak stand that I, I knew about. So mm-hmm. we're up there, and... Um, He's like, all right, I'm going to go home. And I was like, I'm going to go check out this dove field. It's like, you know me, I just, I don't know how to stop. So (laughs) he's leaving and I see this guy over the hill um, throwing stuff into this little dumping area that they have, I guess, which I come to find out is where like DHHR throws like all their dead deer at and all this stuff. So I just figured it was that. Uh, And I know the guy saw me, but um, so then I go to leave and... I'm like heading down the road and the gate's locked. And I was like, oh man. So I was like, well, I'll just call, I'll try to call DNR real quick. Well, of course it was 5.03 and they closed at five. So I was like, oh man, I was like, I don't know what to do. So uh, I I called 911. I was like, hey, sorry to bother you guys, but uh, I can't get out of this WMA and it's starting to get dark. So um, they ended up getting a hold of uh a few people and then they got, they got a hold of, uh, I don't want to say too much on here, but they got a hold of like the head guy with the keys and stuff. And he came down, super nice guy. Um, and he's like, you know, you're not supposed to be back here. And I was like, what? I, I honestly, I had no clue. Honest mistake. I was like, well, the gate was open. I was like, there was no signs that said you couldn't come back here. Uh, <laughs> on, on the maps, it has it as a, uh, non improved road, not a non approved road. And he's like, yeah, I get it. A super nice guy. Like, let me out. We got to get, we got to talking pretty good. I'd like to get him on the podcast one day because he's a very knowledgeable guy. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that was right around that same day that uh, that you were in Kentucky. I was like, I'll just tell him on the podcast since I hadn't seen you. So, oh my goodness. Yeah, I was like, oh man, because the sheriff's office was the one that told me first. He's like, you're not supposed to be back there. And I was like, what? He's like, I'll call you back here in a few minutes. I was like, oh man, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to get a ticket or something. <laughs> yeah. You're thinking you're like, Oh, this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the sheriff's office being involved. Yep. Yep. So, but I was also looking, um, they had, uh, the new program in West Virginia with the Bob white quail that they got going. I was kind of peeking around looking for some quail too. So is that what you sent me? Um, I may or may not have, <laughs> I'm going to keep that tight. I'm going to keep the, uh, tight, that tight lip for now. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. Until it becomes really big public knowledge. Yeah. So, but I they, they did a real, I'll, I'll get it to the DNR and, uh, the, um, forestry service and Jim justice, everybody, the, everyone that's behind it. I don't know everybody, but they've done an awesome job with that. And, I hope that they continue to reproduce that. I think they're they're hoping for like ten to thirty percent, um, like holdover reproduction. Um, so that would be amazing if we got Bob Whites back in West Virginia again. It'd be a game changer um, for guys like me with bird dogs. You know that that's that's what we live for. I don't yeah. even know if I'll shoot one this year, honestly. Um, I know where they Kinda are. Let it build back up. Yeah, I know where they are, but I'm not. I might maybe just one, but I I'd much rather try to give them the best chance that they can and uh but good good dog work anyway 
getting the yeah. dogs out and stuff like that. But just a just a great job by them. I'll give them a shot a shout out because sometimes they get uh they get harped on, don't get enough credit. So. Well, I mean, you got the best dogs out there, so you know that's you got to keep keep them working. I'm sure, dude. I'm excited. I'm I have off like eight days next week, and I'm looking at. And if anyone's listening, you want to you, you want to throw me an email or something. I'm looking at maybe driving to Maine or Michigan or maybe maybe upstate New York or somewhere in New York for grouse. Um, all of those are open. Um, and of course, West Virginia and PA don't open till October 15th. So I, I got, I have the itch and I, I need to itch it bef- before October 15th. So you um, are going to go out of state on a hunt? I, I think I'm going to. The, the only problem, Maine is just so far away. Like if they could move the North Maine woods, like maybe five hours closer, that would be yeah. great. Cause it's like where I'm looking at going, I mean, we're talking probably 15 hour drive. You're and nearly in Canada. You are. And I, I won't go as far north as I did last year. Last year I went to Allagash and amazing, but it's the drive is insane. The I mean it's just so big. Yeah, fifteen hours is a long time. Eight eight's about like my cutoff. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of mapping though and a lot of scouting and like overlays of where cuts are and, and where the aspen is and birch and all that. And I have a, a I have a lot of spots marked out. The problem is like the biggest problem is like one Airbnb's ridiculously expensive now, mm-hmm. um, especially by the time they add in their fees. Like you'll be looking at a, like a hundred dollar a night place, and by the time the fees are done, it's like one hundred and eighty dollars a night. And then two, I don't know if the old Colorado is going to make is going to make it all the way up there. And if it <laughs> does, I don't know if I want to trust it in the North Main Woods. But uh, that would be the other thing if I'm going to rent a, a, a truck or if i'm just gonna try to make it happen with that and then i've been looking into like am i gonna i was gonna my original plan was i was gonna find a camping spot up in the north main woods or in michigan and just pitch a tent yeah but i was looking at the weather and it's supposed to be like low 30s at night and i'm like mm, i don't know i've been looking at the the buddy heaters the portable heaters so yeah. i might go that route it'd be a lot cheaper but um I would probably be miserable, especially if I don't see any grouse, then I'd be super miserable. Yeah, exactly. Also wanted to uh, go ahead and since we're, you know, on the topic of different things for this podcast, uh, the building is like 90% approved. Ooh. So I don't, you know, I don't know if we, we haven't talked about it on here with anybody, but essentially uh, with one of my business, a business that I have, we're building a building, but we are going to put, a office slash studio for part-time outdoors up there. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be pretty wild. Yeah. I've been looking so. at buildings too. And, um, the prices, cause I was going to get a, a double decker, uh, yeah. like a two story. And the prices of the, even the sales guy was like, yeah, the prices have doubled in the past year. And I was like, ah, I don't know if I'm going to try to, to, they are. It's 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 expensive. It really is. Um, but the worst. But you have the property. That's what. That's been the hardest thing. Yeah. For me has been trying to find a place to put it. I mean, when you so. have that power washing money, you can't hide big money. <laughs> oh gosh. Maybe, maybe we'll even get them M M&M and N as a uh, sponsor one day. We'll see. Yeah, we could do that. That's that's not a bad idea. A little tax write off. Yeah. All right. I just uh, threw him a free plug. So I mean, I don't know what else you want. Yeah. I mean, it's true. It's true. Um, also wanted to, uh, so what do you have going on as far as, I know you're talking about going out of state, what other things you got in plan for, you know, deer hunting, anything other than, uh, you know, 
other bird hunts or anything like that? So here's my hold up. So I was in church on Sunday, right? And yep. October 15th, they have this hunt that they're doing. It's teams of two and it's a squirrel hunt. And whoever like, I guess gets the most squirrels. I don't know if they're going to weigh them or how that works. That that's all up in the air now, but I know after that fish tournament that just happened where the guy was throwing weights in his fish, <laughs> everything's a little sketchy right now. I don't know if you saw that or not. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I can't believe that. Yeah. I told, I told all the guys at church, I was like, I'm cutting open all your squirrels. So don't even try. But that, <laughs> that would be like right in the middle. If I, if I was going to go on a trip, I wouldn't be able to do that. And he announced that uh, he was like, hey, just so you know, the prizes I've been telling you are going to be good. He's like, we're going to be, he's like, two of the prizes I'll tell you, one's a shotgun and one's a rifle. And I was like, I mean, this church is not that big. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I, you would think I'd have a good chance. I mean, I would think. So, I so like, it's going to be on the, uh, out there where you live? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I don't end up going on a trip, I'll definitely do that. The The other hang-up is that's October 15th, so it's also the first day of grouse season. So I'm like, uh, can we just like throw grouse into this? Like one grouse equals three squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because no one else is going to be bringing back grouse like you are. Right. Oh, I probably won't either, but I got I got some good spots. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm ready for the season. Is that kind of what you engaged were doing? Were you guys kind of prepping? Uh, we, he was. We were mostly looking um, for a deer spot for him. I was showing him. I, I kind of conned him into it. I was like, "Hey, if you take help me take my boat out, I'll show you a good uh, oak stand." <laughs> he was like, "All right." <laughs> so we we both won on that one. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I mean that's that's about what I told you. What I got going on the trip with my dad to Ohio, um, and then Indiana for a week. We went and got a cabin already. And, uh, you know, just going to kind of go from there essentially. And, you know, obviously I'll be hunting around here in West Virginia. Uh, but those are my trips, I guess I would say this year. Now that land in Indiana, is that a state forest or is that national forest? It's, it's a Hoosier national forest. So that's, that might be something I could look into is getting a cabin in the national forest. Cause there is a national forest that runs into like Southern Maine. I don't, okay. I don't know if they do as many cuts because I, I mean that's mostly what I'm looking for is like uh, certain cuts, like nine nine to fifteen years old or so. But yeah, um, that I don't is that expensive or is that like so? There's four of us going, um, but it's it's actually a cabin on a lake that is kind of around the Hoosier National Forest. So it's expensive. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's like it's like fifty bucks. I think it's 50 bucks taxes and all. It's like 50 bucks per person a night. All right. Well, I mean, that's probably about what an Airbnb would be, like 200 bucks a night or so. Because yeah. once, it, once I throw for, dogs into it, once I say I have dogs, then it's like a pet cleaning fee, a service fee, like all that. Yeah. So that makes yep, sense. Exactly. And that's what it is. And, and we were sleeping four people. Last year, we took my camper. And it worked as far as sleeping and, you know, like eating and everything like that but you just, you have so much stuff gear wise. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like we all had a tree stand or a saddle. Uh, you have your bows, you know, you have your hunting stuff. And then on top of that, just regular clothes and food, like the camper, we barely could walk through it to get our coffee in the mornings. It was just pretty much a sleeping place. And we stayed outside. This sounds oh, like a long way around to say that you're going to be sleeping in the bed with Derek. Nope, it's not. <laughs> They're separate beds and I ain't sleeping with him. <laughs> 
Oh, you're saying, I'll make his you're ass saying, sleep on the floor. You're saying Derek's dirty, hot take. Yeah, Derek's, <laughs> Derek's something. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> well, that'd, oh, be, that'd be fun. Um, we need to uh, also, uh, I need to get with you to also take that gear down there because I do want to do one, uh, do a podcast in, in camping this year. Yeah, yep. That'll, that'll be good. That'll be another podcast. Um, I really enjoyed the uh, all the posts you did on Part Time Outdoor Instagram when you're Kentucky deer hunt. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, I know, I know people really appreciate seeing me out there. <laughs> I, I, okay. All right. Well, oh, sounds goodness. good. You got anything else you want to um, tell the listeners before we wrap this one up? No, no. Everyone, go and subscribe. Uh, you know, we have some things up and coming that me and Matt have been talking about. Um, we haven't got as many podcasts out as we'd like, but you know, Matt is a, uh, father now, uh, yeah. by the way, he is a dad and he is, uh, you know, full bore, uh, experiencing being a girl dad, um, as well. It's something um, I've, I've, re- I've received some nice pictures from your wife, <laughs> um, that made me laugh pretty hard the other night when, when we locked your text. Put it this way, we locked we locked my child outside of the camper that night. Text, Nate Nate's text my wife. Hot take. <laughs> you were in the chat. We're not. They can't count that. There there might be a wedding in a month or two. <laughs> I'll have Paige make sure she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> she doesn't listen. Lan doesn't listen anyway. So I know. I I, I want to ask her and be like, you, Did you listen to the podcast? I'm gonna, I'm gonna test her. So well, that's what. So the podcast she was on, the Girl Talk podcast. Um, she, I said something about the advertisements, and she's like, Oh, when did you start that? I was like, Like twelve episodes ago. Obviously, you don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like thanks for all the support. I was like, You don't have to listen, but at least hit play on your podcast app so like I can get the download counts. Yeah, that's all you need. That's I. We don't need a uh, full review or anything like that. Yeah, but if you that is one thing we never say like we probably should is like go follow us on Instagram and like all that stuff like. I yeah. Know, I mean, just... give us a like, you know, we have some good stuff on there, you know, and if you feel like you'd like to come on the podcast or know somebody that should come on the podcast, let us know. Um, you know, me and Matt, we talked to some people about some trying to get them on here. Like I said, essentially it's been, you know, we've had a lot of life, different things. I've moved, he's moved, he's had a kid, you know, all yeah. that stuff. So, for, you know, for everything that's happened though, like you moving, and I'm moving kids, weddings coming up. And I mean, we still pumped out 20 episodes in a year. So yeah, I'm not to pat myself on the back and you're you on the back, but like, you know, not bad. I think we've all had our times where we've been really dedicated and other times where someone else is picking up the slack. Yeah, when when gets knocked out of our sales. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll regroup. That's for sure. Yeah, so I would like to make um, that is one goal. Of mine. Well, two. I had two goals this year. One was to smoke an apple pie and Nate told me he would and then never did. And then <laughs> my other goal um, that I would like to do is make a. Uh, like a rough grouse kind of documentary about in West Virginia about us going out in the mountains and, and how it's changed over the past few years and bird numbers and what they're doing, um, and all that. So I think that would be fun. Uh, got you a still meeting. have time to do both of those. Yeah. I have, I have a meeting coming up. Um, I won't say too much, but it was with, uh, Josh who was, has been on a few episodes and, uh, one of the leaders for rough grouse society. So I'm, I'm sure I'll get a lot of uh, information there and maybe we can even get him on. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be great. I appreciate I'd like that. So, so. all right. Uh, that'll be a wrap for episode 20. Thank you so much, Nate, for coming on. Nah, I'm glad we got to talk about it. Finally. I mean, it's been killing me. 
usually I call you and tell you when I, I do something so small. Now I had to wait all this time. Yeah. I like harping on you, but I do. I, I really did want to hear your story about it and uh, kind of see how things went down. Well, I, it feels, it's feels kind of weird having something down this early, but you know, essentially, well, at that time it felt weird having something done now that we're more into season and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, we did, I did talk to Shay. I see that he got a nice buck here in West Virginia shit. We had Shay on uh, the podcast probably, I don't know, probably what, six months ago. Yep. Yeah. He got a nice one, uh, <laughs> tied to shot one. So they're, yeah. they're definitely starting to move where Ty said the October law doesn't exist if you're hunting Oak stands. So <laughs> just to, whatever that means, right. <laughs> just, a little, just a little tidbit for, uh, for anyone talking about October law. Cause that's always my go-to if I don't, if I don't see very much, I'm like, oh, October law. Yeah. We can use that excuse. Exactly. But they're, they're up and moving around. Got a couple nice ones on my, on my camera. Uh, there's a 12 point running around on, uh, on public. I'm not going to say anything else about, but, uh, my target you just, my you just really love that. throwing that stuff out there don't you yeah a little teaser so a little teaser for my next instagram post when i have a 12 point there you go <laughs> <laughs> i'll go ahead and go get the ice for my coolers yeah see i didn't do that i was <laughs> i'm not putting the cart before the horse i promise you <laughs> so, all right nate all right dude sounds good i take care and i appreciate it and uh, like i said everybody go follow our uh, pages and uh, give us a like all right I'll talk to you. All right, see you. Later.